Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. I'm Nicholas Rod. And I'm Chris Baker. And we are back once For again. another failed election. These are my favorite. We've been having fun doing these, haven't we, Nick? Yes, we have. I've been appreciating them. Um, and we hope that you have been, too. But this week, we have Miss Amy Klobuchar. Chris, take it away. Let's give you a little bit of information about Amy Klobuchar. She dropped out of the race March 2nd, 2020. She's 60 years old. She said in a speech, Today I am ending my campaign and endorsing Joe Biden for president. She said at a rally here for the former vice president, she added, He can bring our country together and build that condition of our fired up democratic base as well as independent. She goes on to say that it is a big victory for their party. She says, we do not just want a little celebration for our party. We want a big win, and Joe Biden can do that for us. Um, On her campaign, she visited all 87 Minnesota counties every year. In fact, she is quick to tell reporters and doesn't have shame telling them how good of a fundraiser she is, including once she got $17,000 out of her ex-boyfriend to donate to her campaign. <laughs> That's impressive all on its own. $17,000 from your own ex-boyfriend now, to your campaign. As impressive as that is, she's also very impressive with her 13... Yeah, we got 13 policies here. That's what I was looking for. She comes with 13 policies. So let's Dig right in. So first, we start with number one. She wanted to introduce a $1 trillion policy rollout in March that would use federal funds and tax subsidies to update uh, parts of the U.S., such as infrastructure. Uh, She wanted to repair and replace our roads, highways, and bridges. Uh, says Amy will make smart investments to repair and replace our roads and highways, reduce congestion, upgrade America's over 50,000 structurally deficient bridges, fix the roads and bridges washed out by the recent floods in the Midwest, eliminate the pothole tax, and stabilize the highway trust fund. A world-class transportation system will increase our safety and lower costs for commuters and businesses that depend on getting goods to markets. Provide protection against flooding and update and modernize our airports, seaports, and inland waterways. Also expand reliable public transit options and update rail infrastructure. That's not all. She wants to rebuild our schools and overhaul our country's housing policy. Uh, Give every household Wi-Fi by year 2022. Build climate smart and green infrastructure. Finally, $1 trillion later, she also wants to ensure clean water it has an awful lot, but that's what you get for $1 trillion, hopefully. 
he has one trillion dollars if they let him do. But moving on to her health care plan, she is one of two Democratic candidates who signed a letter backing Medicare Advantage, an alternative to traditional Medicare. This letter states she wants to take $250 billion out of taxpayers a year to make health care better. So that means your taxes are going up, people. She became the president. Sometimes. Um, she addressed mental health specifically. Uh, she released a $100 billion plan uh, to combat mental health problems and substance abuse over the next decade, focused on prevention, treatment, and recovery. She wants a chunk of the money to come from opioid manufacturers for their role in the national epidemic. Good luck getting that money out of them. That's like asking Mexico to build our wall. But <laughs> nevertheless, moving on to climate change, she backs the New Green Deal, wants to re-enter Paris climate Climate Accord achieve 100% net zero emissions by 2050 in fossil fuel substances and create jobs with heartland workers in mind. I Again, we're seeing this Green New Deal. Um, if you've been listening so far, I, and all of you know my stance on the Green New Deal and how ridiculous it really is because of the pure pricing behind it all to do all the research and all the installment of everything. Just no. Um, she's a money spender. That's for sure. But we move into number five with criminal justice. Uh, she supported the bipartisan first step act, a reform of the federal prison system in the Senate. This act is saying there needs to be more accountability for people in the criminal justice field. Moving right along to her drug pricing. This one's very simple. She urged the FTC to crack down on pay for delay pharmaceutical deals. And then we keep going with sexual harassment. Uh, successfully pushed for legislation mandating sexual harassment training in the Senate. Her eighth policy is to do with data privacy. She sponsored a bill that proposed regulations for Facebook's data practices. She wants the she wants the lead sponsor of legislation that would regulate online political ads. Then we go into opioids. Uh, Co-sponsored a bill that would impose a one cent tax for each milligram of, opi of opioids in a pain pill. The funds for the tax would be used for substance abuse treatment. And then her next policy is with immigration. This one's very simple as well. She wants legislation reform to protect DACA and TPS recipients. Then we go into gun control. 
uh, wants universal background checks uh, to close gun show loopholes and to ban assault weapons, uh, bump stocks, and high-capacity magazines. Her 12th policy is to do with education. She released a plan to increase federal funding for public schools if a school school's state does the following, increases teachers' pay, recommends how to improve school services for working families, prioritize workforce readiness in high school curriculums, and create a way for federal funds to be used for construction and repairs in school buildings. And then finally, we get to number 13, which is agriculture. Wants to raise the debt cap on farm bankruptcies and increase access to federal loan programs. And those are her policies. Now, this lady, unlike some of the other people that ran for presidency, she was very detailed oriented. She had a policy for every issue that's going on, but I think where she fell down in numbers and polls and everything was that she wanted to spend almost $2 trillion in two years. Yeah, and well, beyond that, I mean, look at the Green New Deal. It's not popular. It's popular amongst the candidates, but it's not, not the people's vote. Not the people's vote. And it's understandable why. If you look, there was an entire essay written about it um, that I read a while back when it, when it was first being proposed. $13 trillion. I've mentioned this in, in past uh, failed election episodes. $13 trillion for this, green new, uh, for this Green New Deal to come through and, and be put into place and to be put into action. There's no way any country could pay that kind of money to put that in place. No way. Especially not our country when we're already so far in debt. Absolutely. I have to totally agree with you. Um, You know, she's certainly a spender. I would hate to see her credit card bill every month if it's based off of anything like she wants to spend the taxpayer's money. Slightly terrifying, if you ask me, and uh, definitely, I think the major reason why she failed her election campaign. Absolutely, and that is it for Amy Klobuchar. Next week, we're talking about the one, the only, Mike Bloomberg. Fun times. Um, in the meantime, as always, if you want to keep up with us on social media, uh, you can find us on mainly Twitter and Instagram uh, for the podcast accounts itself uh, themselves. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at BlindBoyPolitik. Uh, for us personally, you can find us on Twitter, myself, at Blinding underscore Aura. That is at Blinding underscore A-U-R-A. And for Chris, that is at C underscore Baker 002. Baker, of course, as always, never changing B-A-K-E-R. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Adios, people.